Hello and welcome to the Fossil Huntress podcast. I hope you guys are all doing well. Today on the show we're going to talk about the Earth's earliest atmosphere and those wee photosynthetic ocean-dwelling microbes known as cyanobacteria or blue-green algae to which you and I and indeed every living thing on our planet um, owe a healthy nod of respect and gratitude for their role in oxygenating our world. Half a billion years after the Earth's formation, it was a very different world, but we begin to see the first stable gases enveloping our planet. And these were very, very volatile. So this was a world of volcanics with spewing lava and outgassing. And the atmosphere back then was made up of nitrogen, carbon dioxide, in a little cocktail with some ammonia and methane and water vapor. And that water vapor condensed and came back to the Earth's surface. And over time and long periods of time, that created our first oceans. And in those oceans, we see the first life on Earth, life that made you and I possible. When we look to the widespread rocks and minerals around our planet and analyze them, we can see that there was very, very little free oxygen available prior to about 2.5 billion years ago. What changed in our oceans around 2.7 billion years ago is that some of the first life, those first active photosynthetic ocean-dwelling microbes, our beautiful blue-green algae or cyanobacteria, began to be very active. So you'll have heard of stromatolites, and um, these were lovely microbial gnats that love to um, uh, thrive in shallow tropical waters. And in those early oceans, we begin to see these microbial cyanobacteria Um, in laminated mounds, so a layer of sediment and then a layer of microbial sheet, and these manifest, and we know them as stromatolites. And it was their work over a very, very long, long time that began to put the first oxygen, the first uh, free available oxygen into the atmosphere. And we still find stromatolites to this day in in shallow seas around our world. But their early work is what created the oxygen that you and I breathe and what made um, greater expanses of life on Earth possible. The atmosphere we experience today and which we, for the most part, take for granted is a very different mix of gases and our perception of it prior to space travel was that when we you know, walk out onto a field or stand at the top of a mountain and breathe the beautiful mountain air and look up, we have this illusion that this atmosphere goes on forever ad infinium. But we know, and you've seen images of the Earth from space, that it's actually a narrow strip of gases that surrounds our planet. And these gases are mostly concentrated with, within about eight kilometers or five miles of the planet's surface. So there's more as you go up, but it thins out. 
And today, our atmosphere, there's still a healthy amount of nitrogen. It's dominated by nitrogen, but there's a huge amount of oxygen. So today's um, atmosphere is made up primarily of nitrogen, so about 78% by volume. And then the next uh, big win for us that makes you and I possible is oxygen, which is about 21% of our atmosphere. And then argon, and then carbon dioxide, and then wee little bits of other gases that make up the mix. And that thin strip of atmosphere enveloping the planet today makes life possible today and um, is a remarkable shift in our world all of which began, I suppose we can thank the volcanoes uh, volcanoes first for their outgassing and then that outgassing creating the oceans, but it's cyanobacteria that really win the day. In today's atmosphere, if we want to improve the quality of it, aside from stopping uh, the release of pollutants which damage our world and our ozone, today we'd want to plant trees. And uh, if we could colonize more cyanobacteria, so be it. But the easiest way for us today to change the atmosphere and produce more oxygen is with our lovely forests. And we're starting to do that now. Today, you and I live on a most remarkable planet. Earth has a breathable atmosphere. Uh, Two thirds of her surface are covered in water. And when the Earth was first formed, billions of years ago, the surface temperatures were so hot that they exceeded the melting point of silicate rock, so far above the boiling point of water. And then we see a cooling of the Earth and the beginnings of that spewing of volcanic activity and outgassing and the condensing of the first water to form the first oceans. And in those first ancient oceans, we see the beginnings of life in cyanobacteria, producing oxygen over time that would allow other forms of life until we get to today, where we live in a, in a remarkable planet that we need to take care of and be good to, that provides um, you know, terrestrial life and, and life in our oceans, a breathable atmosphere, and evolution to a place where you and I can now be connected today using technology that, um, well, we can thank Steve Jobs and a few others, but it's really remarkable that all of these pieces have come together in a perfect um, cosmic poetry from that earliest atmosphere to the world that we live in today. So I'll leave it there and thank you for listening and I'll talk to you guys all very soon. Bye-bye now.